Hi guys and welcome to the 18th episode of Dreamers and Doers. And today I'm with my name, Fadi, great dancer. Guys, I'll set up the music because we're going to talk. But hey Paddy, so welcome to the show. Hi mate, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. So Paddy, we used to live together with my flatmate. And Paddy, I want to thank you because you were one of the first people to try the Unlock Challenge and the Unlock program. And it was cool to have a friend supporting me at the very beginning. So thanks for that. Well, quite a few people tuning in. Andrew, Arthur, hey Mark, Andras, thanks Andras. So yeah, Paddy was my flatmate. He did Unlock Time Management. He did uh, the challenge. And then you went to South America three months without a phone. So we're going to talk a bit about traveling, especially without technology and connecting more with people and just the use of technology and social media in general. Maybe a few of your little stories. Yeah, sure. And uh, firstly, thank you very much for inviting me on. Uh, I've definitely watched a few of your podcasts and uh, it's great. And what you're doing and what you're building is awesome. So uh, really, really proud and honored to Thanks, be on. So, Thanks, buddy. Thank you, mate. I usually end with a hug, but let's start. Oh, right, let's, start, let's start with a hug, mate. So yeah, let's let's jump into it. And yeah, so why? Okay, so you traveled without a phone. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I mean, there was like, smartphones are like 10, 10 years old, but people can't imagine their lives without it. Why did you want to travel without a phone? Um, yeah, it's been an interesting one. I think I, the main reason is that I wanted to challenge myself to see whether I could travel and be less connected. And, and I, I suppose it's important to note that I was, I left my, my mobile phone at home. Mm -hmm. uh, I had an iPod, so I could still listen, listen to music. Uh, I still had, had a camera, but I wanted to get off social media. I wanted to get away uh, and have a complete break and really enjoy and experience the traveling adventure as much as I could. And I thought, you know, rarely do we get the, the opportunity to completely disconnect and completely switch off. So I thought, you know, I've got three months of traveling. Um, why not leave my mobile phone in a drawer and see how I go? Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, yeah, I had this. I had this a year ago. I did ten days with with no connection. Really, really helped. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, tell us a bit about the the experiences. Maybe could be interesting to understand. Maybe do you think it facilitated some of the interactions you've had or did you feel more present? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And sorry, I should have, I should have mentioned I was writing a blog as well. So oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, I put the link. Yeah, yeah so basically I, um, I wanted to uh, obviously still capture the traveling sort of um, component and, and the photos uh, and all of that sort of stuff. So by having the blog, it still enabled me and importantly, my close family and friends to see where I was and what I was doing. So whilst I was disconnected, I was able, I was, go, I was logging on via computers, internet cafes, etc., and um, writing on my blog. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't on social media and was trying actively to mm -hmm. be offline. Yeah. Uh, but I was still sort of on, online via the blog, yeah. if, that, yeah. if that makes sense. But that's not reactive. So that's the yeah, correct. I would, I'd be uploading it and then uh, every so often, I would check my emails just you know, in case my family needed to get hold get hold of me okay. like one, once a week mm -hmm. or so. Um, and yeah, mate, it was amazing. Uh, you know, South America is a, is a continent that I wanted to travel for a long time, and um, being out in Australia 
uh, I've had a few things going on here and getting my permanent residency has enabled me to take a bit of time off mm -hmm. uh, and go and travel mm -hmm. as many expats do. So yeah, it was a fantastic trip. I, I mean, to give you a summary of where I went, I started off in um, Argentina, okay. made, made my way up to Brazil. So basically Buenos Aires, the standard route from Buenos Aires up to Rio. Okay. Um, and back then I flew back down to Argentina and made my way uh, west across Argentina into Chile, up Chile into Bolivia, across to Peru. Then I flew to Panama and then I got a boat to Colombia yes. and then made my way down Colombia. All of this in three months. Yeah. And so do you, yeah. have, uh, do you have great interactions you, you want to share with us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, when you travel on your own, um, as I'm sure many people, well, it, well that's one anyone. thing already. I haven't traveled on my own. I mean, um, well, the first time I did it was six months ago. I was amazing, but I've never done it. So yeah, so it's what, it's how's that traveling on your own? It's cool. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely different, and uh, I think when you travel on your own, you're never really on your own. And there, there is that sort of classic um, backpacking style traveler where. Um, you stay in hostels or you're doing tour groups and you're meeting people as you go. I guess the, the main benefit of traveling on your own is that you have the freedom to decide whatever you want to do, when you want to do it, how you do it. And who are the, what kind of people were you connecting to when you were doing other Other travelers. Um, so people that were doing the, the same route as me, um, couples, uh, people that had taken career breaks, you had gap year people, people just left school. Um, so very different kind of people. A real mix. I think family. that's what I like, yeah, when, yeah. I was, um, when I was in Bali, the same, you meet very different people. Yeah, it was, it, was really, it was a really broad spectrum of, you know, from 18 year olds who just left school to I met a 52 year old ex-English teacher mm. who wanted to have a break uh, after his, his divorce. Mm. So, you know, you've got the, the two ends of the spectrum and you're so open to meeting them and to traveling with them and sharing experiences, which is pretty cool. And do you feel you've learned a lot from these interactions? Yes. Yeah? Yes. I mean, look, I'm, I'm 31. I've got a good group of mates. Uh, I'm pretty secure in what uh, I like doing. Hey, so, Stu. You know Stu. <laughs> oh, Stu, Stu, please. How are you doing, mate? Um, yeah. ask, ask your questions, guys. Yeah, Stu, ask me a question. Um, yeah, so basically, you do, you meet all sorts, and uh, what did I learn from it? I think you, you just become more sure of what you like and what you like doing, and um, traveling just definitely heightens that. Mm. Yeah, in terms of, I like, to, I like to do certain things with my time, and when you go away, you sort of realize they're the, the things that you want to do, um, you know, traveling, sport, socializing, keeping fit, all those kind of things. Um, because you have time, you have time to, to re reflect on your life when you're on a long bus journey or you have a few days on your own. Um, and you yeah. told me also earlier you were meeting with a lot of what you could call digital nomad or people. Yeah, so that was really interesting. Things. That was really interesting, especially for, for, the, for the entrepreneurs out there. Um, to be able to, lots of people traveling and working at, at the same time. Um, so I met, uh, I met a girl actually in a hostel in Panama who uh, was marketing manager for a company called Scott's Flights. Mm -hmm. um, so, and they basically do discount flights and she, she was running all their marketing, but she was able to travel and she had been traveling for two years, living in different 
cities and working for this company. So it's really interesting. We don't necessarily have to have a fixed home to live in in, in the world that we do with it, with it being so connected. You can basically pick up your your laptop and yeah. and go and go wherever you want and work. Um, it's not for everyone, but uh, yeah, it's definitely it's for you. I don't know. It's it's. I think I would still need to have a fixed home. Yeah. Like these 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 guys don't have a home. They're literally traveling around, working, and staying in different cities as they go. So it's an interesting mm-hmm. way way of life, definitely. Yeah, we had. A, I did one interview with Karen, who's a kind of digital nomad and working from different yeah. places, which was quite interesting. I'm gonna try that lifestyle pretty soon. Um, but Stu had a question. Stu had a question. The most memorable moment. Um, I would have to say, I mean, there were lots of them, but I'd have to say Bolivia. I, I did the Death Row Cycle Tour, uh, which is quite famous. You heard of it? Uh, is that a, like Tanya Road? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's an incredible um, cycle cycle trip down um, down the mountains in uh, Bolivia and. Uh, just stunning scenery, and you're you're on a bicycle, and you're you're literally going you go for about six hours mm-hmm. downhill on this dirt um, road, round sort of amazing lakes, and just it's really really cool, a complete escape uh, and a complete adventure, basically of uh, something completely different as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're keeping fit, and you're active, and you're going down downhill, and it was a beautiful day, and there was a really good group of us, and we stopped for lunch and. Yeah, I, I got a definite sort of high and buzz of the adrenaline of, of you're going pretty fast as well. Okay. And you're herring around these uh, dirt tracks now down down the mountains and stuff. Yeah, really, really cool. I get it, yeah. yeah. And Stu's on fire. Well, Stu, mate, next time I invite you to the house <laughs> so you can ask your the, the, the good questions because that's a good one. Because the people, yeah. Um, oh, Ida. Hey, Ida. Oh, either. She's back to Sydney. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I would say there wasn't uh, an epiphany moment. It was um, there was no probably one point where I was like, bingo, I've got, I've got it. I've solved what I was looking for. I think I went away to have adventure and to be connected with whatever I was doing. Was being present. Was was reading. Was listening to pod, to podcasts. So there wasn't really any particular light light bulb type moment it was just a lot of um really cool adventures i guess okay okay that's very cool and um yeah so we talked a bit about not having a phone what were did you feel in your travel what were the pros and the cons of not having a phone because mm. you can see it can get tricky sometimes like the, the pro was definitely um being less connected and more present so I think I think you know it's quite it's quite well known, isn't it, that people are so di- digitally connected in this day and age, constantly on their Facebook, on Instagram, and um, you know that whole the digital attention is so sporadic. And I think just getting away from it and the pros of it enables you to. And I know it sounds a bit hippie, but yeah. just being more connected and more present in whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you're in you're in a bar, you're talking to someone, you're not your phone's not going off or you're not you're not nipping off to the, to the toilet and you know scrolling through your facebook i can re- i can remember you coming to the party here and being a bit annoyed when you saw people on their phone when you were around the table just before you left yeah about me yeah. you know when you're talking to someone and then out of the corner of their eye they're sort of scrolling through their instagram feed it's mm-hmm. just you're you're talking to someone yeah. you're having an interaction with them so i, I definitely felt i was able to be more present and to really experience whatever it is that I was doing. Mm. And 
yeah, we'll go on the tips after. There's a few questions, so so we'll ask there. Wait, so it was so. Um, but no, sorry, you asked me about the cons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the cons were definitely you know you'd meet some great people and they'd be like, oh yeah, uh, do you want to go and travel or do this place next? And I'd be like, yeah, great. And they're like, okay, so what's your Facebook or what's your Instagram? And I'd be saying, well, you can email me. And okay. Maybe I'll pick up. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll pick up your email. Uh, in like a week or so, so there were, you know, there was that being able to connect, you know, and make plans with people yeah. that I met on route it was quite difficult because I didn't, yeah. I wasn't able to. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll meet you under the clock tower tomorrow at, lunch, <laughs> at lunchtime and hope that they're there. <laughs> the old, the old style. That's pretty like, romantic. <laughs> under the uh, clock tower, love it. So we go to so Idas and I. Um, Andrew's question, scariest moment. Mm. Uh, Bolivia, again, I arrived in La Paz, which is the, the capital, at 4am uh, on an overnight bus from Peru. And um, I, because I, didn't, because I didn't have a phone, I wasn't really booking in hostels and making plans ahead. Uh, I also wanted to do a bit of freestyle travel, basically turn up somewhere, see where I'd end up. Not really a good idea at 4am in Bolivia, <laughs> La, La Paz, which is one of the most dangerous cities in, in the world. And I arrived at the bus station and I had my backpack and I was walking out and I had the, the Lonely Planet guide and I was like, right, I need to get to, Problem uh, tourist. I need to, get to this place. And so uh, I didn't know where I was going, I didn't have maps or anything. And I just aimlessly walked into the centre of town at 4am and I, got, I basically got lost. And I suddenly thought to myself, I am absolute walking target here. I mean, what am I doing? Uh, you know, think, Paddy, yeah, you need to plan these, these things a bit better. Luckily, I was fine. I basically doubled back. There was, there was a policeman, I think, and I was like, mate, can you direct me to this, this hostel? And he didn't obviously understand the Spanish, but got me into a taxi and then I got there. But I think I, I was a bit too confident. At that point, I would, it could, something could have gone gone wrong. Luckily, it didn't, but I could have easily been absolutely jacked there for that and had everything taken. Okay. No one would know. Terrifying story. Sorry, it's not me, <laughs> is it? It's like the what it, you're waiting to see. <laughs> so nothing happened, but yeah, I said it was a scary time. And the best place to eat for food? Best place to eat uh, Arge the Argentinian steaks. Mm. Argentinian uh, steaks and, and red wine, they, they do they do that very well. Yeah. It's the way I'm vegan now. Oh, vegan, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a vegan, man. You still look pretty appreciative. Uh, I, would, I would still have a steak if I went to yeah. Argentina. The Argentinian, yeah, yeah fa famous yeah. steaks. <laughs> recommend it. Um, cool, guy. Keep, keep asking questions if you're, yeah, if you want to. Keep asking questions, that, that'd be awesome. And actually, Andrew, member of Unlocked, Paddy is joining tonight, Unlocked as a member too. Am I? So, yeah, well, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Nice. And, and the first question, how you're going to integrate? Yeah, because like, mate, it's nice, you're well on holiday, that's mm -hmm. cool, no phone, traveling. Mm -hmm. Now you're mm. back to real life. Mm. Like, how are you going to integrate that experience in your everyday life? Well, I've already made one pretty big change, and that's uh, deactivating my, my Facebook account. So I've come back and I've, yeah, I tried to tag you for that live. Yeah, couldn't work. Um, yeah, I, I got back and I, I, I picked up my phone and 
before I knew it, I was doing exactly the same as what I previously did. I was scrolling through Facebook and, and Instagram, etc. So I deactivated it. Um, so you know, to, to see how that goes, and and to you realise that you don't need to have a million and one friends, and you don't need to be following a million and one people. It's the people that are close to you um, that I want to catch mm -hmm. up with and connect with. So we'll see how that goes. Um, deactivating your Facebook account isn't deleting it, so I can still go back on. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm giving it a go. Um, see how that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit strange being back into reality and getting back on this real life world. You do realise that travelling is a is a very fortunate um, pastime that not everyone can do. Uh, it's it's very much uh, it was a privilege to be able to go and travel um so now yeah just do perhaps things a bit differently um, i'm in three days in so uh we'll see mm. yeah and what's the what are you going to do now like pro probably like looking for for jobs now in Sydney? uh i'm going to something jobs i'll probably join join you and grow the unlock business nice nice yeah is the hiring i'm keen yeah that's don't deal, don't deal. Well, there's already, there's already someone, there's always a Morgan. Um, As Morgan, she's, she's, Morgan she's, in the unlocks. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's already uh, helping me a lot. Oh. Actually, amazing ebooks. You should have received it today in your email. And yeah, yeah I don't know, mate. I'm, I've got, I've got a few options. And oh, was a joke. Oh, what? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. But yeah, yeah, go for it. yeah. Uh, I've got a few options, so um, we'll see. Okay, we'll see where, okay. where I go. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to talk about, yeah, do you have, so we talk about disconnecting a bit, mm -hmm. and you talked about having an iPod instead of a, a, an iPhone mm -hmm. to avoid these temptations. Yeah. Um, removing Facebook totally, or, and even sometimes just for, from your phone. Do you have other tips for people who feel they're spending a little bit too much time on their phone or social media? Um, yeah, there's just a few basic things you can do, I guess. Uh, allowing yourself not to for for example um every morning before you before you wake up don't instantly pick up your phone you know mm, perhaps you can have your phone point. in another room have an alarm clock um and so when you wake up in the morning the first thing you're doing is not you know scrolling through it's great tip. yeah easier said than done i know um but it's a little thing to do also just go for a walk without your phone just mm. go for a coffee without your phone when you go meet someone just being, just being aware, really, yeah. that, that we are so connected, and and you, I'm not basically sitting here saying that no one should have a mobile phone and, and we should all delete our Facebook accounts. Mm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's just being being aware of the the addiction that is out there, mm. and then just the little things that you can do to become more present. Yeah. Um, other things yeah, is uh, just limiting the time that you spend on it. Um, Deleting the, maybe the app from your phone so you can mm. still have your Facebook and just have it through your computer or your Instagram. Um, you know, you could Google all sorts of sites, those little tips and little things that you can do to just become a little bit less connected or at least being aware that there is a problem of the, the over connectivity. Mm. Yeah, those are all, all really good tips. And uh... Yeah, I try. I try just to have even the phone not next to my bed and yeah. somewhere else, you know, so I don't grab it. And to try to do this rule thirty minutes before going to bed. Yeah, yeah. That's good at one. the end of my morning routine, it's like so. Yeah. I do. I do my meditation, my sport, plan my day, plan my breakfast, and then I. And then and then you go yeah, to yeah. That's yeah. ideally then yeah. Sometimes. Um. Oh yeah, I have a interesting one because. Um, 
yeah, I remember like I like to put people out of their comfort zone. Yeah. But like you put me out of my comfort zone once. Uh, a few times in general. Yeah, because I, I find that you you speak quite easily to people and went to that speed dating thing. <laughs> yeah, that's um, great. So I wanted to ask you, yeah, how is it like if you want to talk about it to travel when you're single and uh, yeah, it's been the, uh, the life of you know trying to, to connect with um, well, the dating, soul lately. yeah, the dating thing. And, and I wrote about it because because Paddy, Paddy is also an entrepreneur, he has built that company that's called CD Soiree. That, um, you want to talk about well, that? I, guess, I guess it's a group dating matchmaking yeah. company, we, we match make groups. Of friends, girls, and guys for dinner. Yeah. So um, connection, connecting is quite important. Yeah. Yeah. Connecting and, humans. Yeah. Basically, and 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 the human connection side of it, rather than the online dating apps uh, per se. Mm. Um, but to answer your question, traveling as a single guy and the dating stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely interesting. I definitely met some really cool people as I went around. Um, I don't know how much we want to share on a on a Facebook Live podcast, but um, you, right? there are certainly some some encounters, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think when when you, when you travel, you're you're quite a free spirit, and yes, you, you're meeting people, and there are a few nights out and various things. So uh, yeah, perhaps one to take offline to to carry on, <laughs> uh, but no, it was it, it yeah it was it was good for that as well in terms of meeting. And I think we discussed we discussed a bit earlier also how interesting it is to to meet people who have different views of what life is and success. Mm. Or yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I, I was quite keen to understand from people what success meant to them, yeah. uh, and I like think, a good life. Yeah, yeah and and what they, how they judged it, how they judge because when you travel, often people they don't they're not the, they're not in their corporate jobs. They're they're doing this and, and a lot of self. Uh, ref reflection. So uh, yeah, I asked that. I asked questions around what people valued success or saw success as, and it was interesting. There was a lot of varying degrees, and and people being connected to family. That I found that was quite a, a big one. Um, successful and, and and happy meant that you were at peace with your family and friends, and mm -hmm. you felt secure with mm -hmm. them. Um, yeah, it, it was it was interesting to learn about that. Mm -hmm. And you want to tell people the, the fisherman story that you told me earlier? That was, that was a really good one. Yeah, so th this was, um, I, I listened to, the, uh, to Tim Ferriss a lot, and I know that you're, you're a big fan of Tim Ferriss and, and some, of those, some of those great podcasts that he um, does. And I think he just, I think he referenced it. It wasn't like he told the big story, but it, it made me think. And that was um, the fisherman story of American goes to uh, a little town, I think it's Mexico or somewhere, mm -hmm. and uh, he sees this fisherman, and the fisherman is hauling in uh, a big load of fish. And, and the American, American businessman goes, hang on a minute, if uh, this guy does more boats and more nets, he can make more, more money. So he goes up to the, to the fisherman and says, look, have you thought about expanding your boat uh, and getting a fleet of them and more nets mm -hmm. and, more, and more fish? And the fisherman goes, well, why do I do that? You know, I've got a good life now. I've I only fish a few hours a day, and I spend time with with my family and and you know, relax on the weekends. And the, and the American businessman goes, yeah, but then if you if you expand your fleet, then you can uh, potentially move to the U.S. and you can expand and, and have a fleet there. 
And, uh, and I'm probably butchering this, this, this story anyway. But then um, the fisherman goes, well, why do I do that? And he goes, well, then you could build up your wealth and you could maybe sell your fisherman business for millions of dollars. The fisherman goes, yeah, but why do I do that? <laughs> and he goes, well, then you can retire to a little fisherman village and you can only fish for a few hours a day and you can spend more time with your wife and family. <laughs> Shit, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm doing that, I'm doing that already. So yeah, I don't know, it just, it's just yeah, what the cycle of success means. means. Yeah. You basically yeah. work really hard to then retire and live the life that you might already have. So, yeah, yeah it's a really interesting story. And to me, to me, that doesn't mean there's one way that's right or wrong. It's just a way to just to have perspective and think about what you're doing and why you want to do it. So, for example, I know I'm pretty high achiever. Mm. I used to be high achiever without really a reason because mm. I was pushed to do it. I reflected. I had a bit of more of a hippie face, and then. Go back to no, actually that comes from me. I want to be achiever for this purpose that I really go after. Yeah. And I think both are fine. Like some people, some people have done like this kind of work and ended up being like, well, I just want to surf and have good coffee and stuff, you know? And and, and that's there's no there's no right answer. Yeah, and, and that's but it's good to know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, and that's fine as well. And I think we, we get wrapped up in trying to achieve so much and we all and we often compare ourselves with others, you know, you see on LinkedIn and people doing really well and you, and you get caught up in it, but you sort of realize, well, what makes you happy? Um, <clears throat> and focus on that, really. And, and again, that sounds a bit hippie and easy probably for me to say, the, the traveler guy coming back. But yeah, it's setting goals and, and realizing that you don't have to achieve massive things in life mm. to be happy and content with what, with what you have. Are you gonna love the happiness program, mate? Can't wait, mate. Sign me up. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, guys, if you have questions, go for it now because we're going to finish now. Um, did you have? Yeah, did you have anything? Any other highlights from your? No, I think um, again, I just want to say a massive thanks to you and for what you're doing with the Unlock Program. I think you know you can tell people tuning in and you've got a good following and from where it was when I left a few months ago it's already come on so so much and le leaps and bounds and yeah I'm really I'm really proud of what you're doing and this is really cool and uh, I hope it continues to grow because what you're doing is so great I, I think um, and yeah keep up your work. Thanks, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And before I go to the Hagen music session <laughs> yeah I want to say that You've been quite inspiring to me too, in the way you're very positive and helping people. You've done it with me, but with a lot of people also. And, um, and what I'm doing now, I'm trying to get the best of what I find in people. And for you, the fact that you, yeah, well, that genuine kindness and also the fact that um, you go easily out of your comfort zone, which I found like speaking to people quite easily and being very open like this was a real inspiration for me. So cool, man. you shaped you shaped the, the brand quite a bit too. So Good man for that. So oh, yeah, are we hugging now? That's there we go. go. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, Grant. Hey. Uh, oh, come to One Wave tomorrow. One Wave tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Hey, Grant. Yeah, we'll see you at One Wave. Uh, Ida might be there too, and Stu. Yeah. Cool. Come. Yeah. So, thanks guys for following the podcast. It's time to finish. We're stoked to have fun. Thanks, buddy. Right? And we're going to end the live now. One way to see you tomorrow.